You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing how to maintain a dry field, including isolation from aerosols. Our guest is Shannon Pace Brinker, an international speaker, author, and dental assistant for over 32 years. Shannon has taught over 60,000 dental assistants across the U.S. and Canada and is arguably the most well-known and respected dental assistant in North America. Shannon, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk. Thank you so much for having me. Before we get started, I would like to thank our sponsor, Colzer. Colzer is truly a world-class dental company that supplies dentists and dental technicians with an extensive product range covering cosmetic dentistry, tooth preservation, prosthetics, periodontology, and digital dentistry. So we thank you, Colzer, for sponsoring this podcast today. So Shannon, with practices now open, trying to get through this pandemic and maintain normalcy, which is challenging, what are you seeing as the main concerns of aerosols in the practice? Well, I think uh, there's a few areas here, and, and, and just being honest with you, you know, when uh, the pandemic hit, um, everyone, you know, was so, you know, just really making sure that um, that they were careful. I think they were taking the time to really focus on what the team needed to be safe. You know, when we look at all different um, products out there um, and, and ways to really think about the PPE and really paying more attention. There's a lot more educated team members now than there ever was before. But I will tell you that we, we've got lax again. Uh, and, and, and that is something that I think we can, you know, we're seeing pretty much in every practice where we went from utilizing, you know, uh, the HVE and going back to slob ejectors, you know, and not really looking at how we can protect ourselves again, you know, and I'm seeing team members walking around the practice still with, you know, um, without a mask. It's like, wait a minute. No, no, no. You, things have to stay the same. You know, we can't uh, just, you know, really and truly sit back, you know, and just hope that, you know what, it, it's okay now. Everything's over and we're all, uh, you know, got our vaccine. <laughs> no, we have to continue this fight and continue to keep things exactly where we did um, when COVID hit, you know, and, and I'll tell you, uh, I've seen more and more uh, team members, you know, just getting away from, from you know, that standard that we had um, mm -hmm. several months ago. Yeah, so yeah. it's scary. Yeah, it's a uh, typical COVID fatigue. And, you know, you can't blame people for, for just getting tired of, of some of the protocol. And then you get some good news on the horizon where we get, you know, I think 65, 70% of the country is currently vaccinated. Um, but that still leaves quite a few people that are not. So uh, lately we've been having an upsurge in cases. And of course the Delta variant is, is a whole nother story. So yeah, we're not out of the woods yet and there could be more variant viruses coming down the pike. So we have to be careful. I, I don't think anything's ever gonna be the same as it was prior to this pandemic. I think our ways in the office are now redefined based on this pandemic and we have to be very stringent to stick to it. And like you say, getting lax is not a good thing. The CDC just revised their guidelines today, as a matter of fact, uh, stating that those individuals that are inoculated are, still have to wear masks indoors. So we're back to that. So what are some of the ways dentists, assistants, and hygienists can protect themselves? Well, uh, I think, first of all, you know, when we look at, um, you know, ways that we can protect ourselves, I think the most important thing is to go back to understanding um, and this is what we did in our own practice. We wrote out bullet points so our team can see this in the break room every time they come in. Just a reminder. I think it's out of sight, out of mind, and we forget. And so this has been the biggest, um, I think, component or piece and tip 
um, that I would recommend, you know, bullet point your team to remind themselves, you know, what it is that we still need to do. Um, because again, it's been out of sight, right? Out of mind. And what, what are uh, some and, of those bullets? Can, can you give us an example of some of the bullets that you post there? Absolutely. Reminding our team that, you know, even though um, we think about, you know, infectious disease, all right, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, that you can't go in and out of these ops still. But, you know, what we need to understand this uh, is that, you know, this could stay in the air for three to six hours. And, you know, we have to be cautious. We want to make sure that we're really understanding uh, that if we touch that splatter, we touch our aerosols and we touch our bare hands, um, again, reminding ourselves we have to wash our hands, um, you know, that, you know, we can get this in our eyes, nose, um, we're still at risk. And we really still don't know just because we've had the vaccine that we cannot you know, get sick. And, you know, again, I think this is something that we have to remind ourselves. And, you know, one of my good friends, Lynn Atkins, she she told me this, um, you know, just reminding, you know, a sneeze is 111 miles per hour and, a, and it can go 20 feet where breathing is three feet and two miles an hour. So we still have to remind ourselves, you know, the things that patients are coming in. And um, again, you know, even for ourselves, be aware, you know, this is still the number one thing, again, that we're seeing. Um, so, you know, again, those little bullets, reminding yourself, reminding your team, um, having it up there, even if it's only three or four, you know, mentioning it in the huddle, you know, if you huddle, mention it in the huddle, just one thing every week, even every day, one bullet every day as a reminder, again, you know, will help us to, to stay on point. Yeah, absolutely. So are you using N95 respirators for aerosol producing procedures in your office? No, we're not, Phil. Got to be honest. Um, we have been using a, you know, a level three mask. Um, we do wear shields. Um, we also have several different ways to control those aerosols. Um, one of those ways, you know, I, 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 I will tell you that I have done so many classes and utilized so many different, um, you know, pieces of equipment out there. And and when we think about cost effective, um, you know, ways to do that, I, I will say that my my hygienist. Um, and as many times as or any procedures that we can utilize it, um, we love the relief. And uh, and I will say that it was the hardest thing to try to get my hygienist to switch to uh, an HVE. Right. They're not used to holding it. It makes it so tough. Um, and uh, and I think that that's something that, again, we we really have to be aware of. Yeah. So what is that, that product field. about? Tell us about this product, because I've seen some videos of it and it looks very interesting uh, how it works. And it seems like a pretty simple, affordable tool that can really help control aerosols. How, how does it work? And tell us about it. So with the relief, um, it really, the hose just goes right into the HVE, which is great. Um, it's long enough. So it again, it's very similar to utilizing an HVE. But the beauty of it is that it's very flexible. You just place it right into the cheek like you would a dry angle or a, a dry aid. Um, and it really removes the saliva in the water. And we tested it. We basically put a full cup of water and, oh, my gosh, you know, just dropped it in there to see how fast it would, you know, remove that water. And and it did within like a minute and a half. So it was pretty fast, uh, two minutes at the most. And uh, the leaf that it goes in is so soft and you can just remove it. It is disposable. Um, and again, it comes with three different what we call connectors. So you can just put that right into the autoclave. 
now they've uh, actually just launched the relief minis um, for those that maybe have a smaller mouth. That was really the only change that we were really asking for. And they listened. So we have one for pedo now. And then we have one that really is for those patients who have a little bit smaller mouth um, and can close on it. it. That's probably the best thing is being able to close your mouth, you know, where we're used to with a saliva ejector, right? And it's comfortable, which is really important. It is. And, and it doesn't pull the tissue. You know, when you talk about the dry aid, you know, no offense to those manufacturers out there, but, you know, we would pull tissue on the, you know, and, and really sometimes can damage it because we forget that we need to wet it before we remove it. Um, this you don't have to worry about. And again, it being disposable, it is my favorite go to. And most importantly, it's my hygienist favorite go to, which is which is great. Right. So you, you, you feel this is a uh, very good product for controlling aerosol from ultrasonic, high speed, low speed, even for that matter, uh, profies. Absolutely. Uh, for sealants. I mean, there's just so many things here. And again, going back to my hygienist, you know, I brought in a lot of different, um, you know, aerosol devices, I would say, you know, uh, HVE suctions, uh, different manufacturers. Um, it, it really is hard for that hygienist to really hold that HVE because they've never done it before, you know, and, and just the ergonomics of trying to teach them, teach, you know, kind of learn or, or retrain themselves, you know, um, to hold it. It's just, it's really, really tough and it's heavy. Um, this, you know, this device here, it just really, the um, the adapter really just kind of hangs on the cheek, like what they're used to. So they don't have to really change that uh, way that they were, you know, working prior to COVID. And now they can just close down on it. And again, just feeling comfortable for the patient. The patient really does appreciate it. And, uh, and I think, again, closing down, uh, and, and and being able to be at rest here for a little bit is really nice. If you could share with us two pain points related to maintaining a dry field and controlling aerosols um, that are common among many of our practices, what, what are some of the, with all your experience in teaching, what do your students normally uh, comment on as far as challenges regarding uh, maintaining a dry field? I think the challenges are, um, just like I said, you know, having patients that um, you know, that that do have a lot of excess saliva or, um, you know, have an equipment. And, and let's just be honest here. You know, not all of us have brand new equipment in our practice. And, um, you know, it, it's something that, you know, we have to think about other alternatives, you know, and how can we help with if I've got a um, an ultrasonic scaler that is just pouring out water and, uh, you know, what can I do to control that? And so I think this is definitely the answer. So that's one of the things that I see a lot. The other thing is, I have a lot of friends who tell me, and this is not to say anything about a dentist, you know, I, I don't do that. But one of the things I will say is making the investment in these um, these items, you know, or, or these uh, pieces of equipment that are going to allow them to work smarter and most importantly, protect themselves. Believe it or not, doctors are, are like, you know what, we just can't afford it. And that's really where the relief comes in. It's economical. It's disposable. Um, compared to a lot of other, you know, products that are out there. And I think that's what I want these dentists to listen to today is uh, the economics of utilizing something like this. You've got to protect your team. You know, if, if you're not doing that, who is? You know, your name is on the door. And I think that this is where, you know, your team will have more respect for you. Um, but most importantly, really appreciate that, you know, you're not only protecting them, but you're, you're really making it comfortable for the patient. That's what it's really all about. Yeah. So again, if, and I'm talking to the audience now, if you're interested in learning more about this device, which is designed to um, help with isolation, aerosols, and uh, everything related to the things we don't want floating around the operatory, you can Google Relief, R-E-L-E-A-F. Is that the way it's spelled, Shannon? 
R-E-L-E-A-F. Yes. Okay. And that's a Colza product. So we appreciate that. Thanks very much, Shannon. We appreciate it. Um, gl you. Glad to hear. Yeah. I'm very happy to hear that there's a product out there that's very affordable and very effective in today's pandemic. And anything that can make our life safer, easier, and make the patient more comfortable is, is a win for everybody. So we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks so much for sharing this. Thank you, Bill.